Hi, everybody. This is episode number 116 for Wednesday, July the 29th, 2020. Getting a little bit of relief with a nice dew point decline yesterday. And that after a couple of weeks of some really, really toasty air. We talked about that in episode number 115. Now, if you missed it and you missed our rest of the summer outlook, I encourage you to go back to weatherjazz.com and listen to episode number 115, where Scott Sable and I, Scott is a meteorologist here in Cleveland, where we basically talk shop and we get nerdy in terms of meteorology. And we talk about all kinds of nerdy weather things. If you're into weather, and you're into long-range forecasting, episode number 115 is for you. But that's not what we're going to do here today. Now that the weather is giving us a little bit of a break, I thought that this would be a good opportunity to address something that actually piqued my attention not too long ago. You see, uh, being a meteorologist for 40 years now, uh, things change in the business. And things like terminology or processes, um, computer models, for instance, have all changed and all for the better, too. But every once in a while, it's tough to get that paradigm or jump onto that paradigm shift. And such was the case when... In recent years, we've been watching uh, some of the national uh, cable weather segments, even the local ones that deal with the tropics. And you may have noticed that there is perhaps a new term that uh, really kind of got glossed over until I really started digging into it, wondering, okay, let's dig into this a little bit more. I'm talking about the term that we're starting to see in the tropics periodically called invest. You see systems in the tropics that are now dubbed invest, and in the most recent case, invest 92L. What in the world is invest? It's not like we're investing money in the stock market here. That's the first thing that you really think about when you think about the word invest. You invest your time into something. You invest your money into something. But why are tropical systems called invest? Let's explore. You ready? Let's dig in. It's a term that's actually been around for a little while. But really, only until the last 10 or 15 years are we starting to see it in everyday media weather forecasts. It's very, very similar to something called the circumpolar vortex or the polar vortex. It seems as though that's a recent phenomenon, but it's not. As I explained to everybody on television, when polar vortex was really, really hitting the airwaves hot and heavy in so many aspects, including in television news, almost like it was a brand new term and a brand new thing, I told everybody the circumpolar vortex, or the polar vortex for short, 
had been around for a lot longer. In fact, a lot longer than my career in meteorology. You see, back in the days when I was studying meteorology at Linden State College in northern Vermont, my professor, then professor, Dr. Joe DeLeo, talked about the circumpolar vortex and its significance in climatology. That was in 1977. And by the way, Dr. Joe DeLeo is the co-founder of The Weather Channel, a place that I did work at. And it was because of Dr. DeLeo hiring me to be on the launch team way back in 1982. So just like that term had been around in meteorological circles for a long time. The same thing goes with INVEST, but only recently are we starting to see it become mainstream in terms of television weather segments. Okay, let's get into INVEST. INVEST in meteorology is short for investigative area. Now it's starting to make a little more sense. It's essentially a designated area of disturbed weather that is being monitored for potential tropical cyclone development. Uh, INVESTS, for short, are designated by three separate United States forecast centers. The first one, obviously, is the National Hurricane Center. The second is the Central Pacific Hurricane Center. And the third is the Joint Typhoon Warning Center. Now, INVESTS, we're going to call them that for short, just so that you know, they're areas of interest, INVEST. That's what we're calling them here. INVESTS are designated by those three separate forecast centers located in the United States. And it's important to note that when you start seeing something called INVEST 92L, the most recent one as a for instance, the designation of that system as an INVEST does not necessarily correspond to any particular likelihood of development of that system into a tropical cyclone or even tropical depression or tropical storm or hurricane or typhoon. It is simply an area that has been designated as an area of interest. It has piqued the attention of meteorologists as, okay, let's watch this system because it may or may not develop into anything, but it's certainly an area of interest because it is usually a congregation of convective thunderstorms, and there might even be a little weak circulation with it. Let's talk about the designations. What do the designations mean? The most recent one, 92L, is probably going to become a tropical system. Well, invests are numbered from 90 to 99, and it's followed by a suffix letter. And in the particular uh, area that we're interested in here in the eastern United States and the North Atlantic, they are followed by the letter L. That would be in the North Atlantic Basin. But there are other letters. For instance, you will see E and C in the Eastern and the Central Pacific Basins, respectively. And occasionally, you'll see one with a W. That would show up in the Western Pacific Basin. Now, the ones that we're interested in are the ones that are monitored by the National Hurricane Center in Coral Gables, Florida, near the Miami area. And they are responsible for looking at the North Atlantic and the Northeast Pacific. 
in the North Atlantic, again, you will find the, the letter following the number, the letter L. And in the Northeast Pacific, uh, let me give you an example. Uh, in the Northeast Pacific, you will see Invest 91E, but in the North Atlantic, you will find Invest 92L. That's the most current one. Now, interesting to note that what happens when they run out of those numbers, because we start at 90 and we end at 99, and what happens that rotates then back to 90. So if there are more than 10, you'll go up from 90 to 99L, and then the next one would go back to 90L. And since none of these names are retired because they're basically just areas of interest, then uh, you can just reuse them over and over again. And there's there's really no way to confuse, uh, for instance, a 92L early in the season versus a 92L late in the season, several months, if not three or four months down the line. So that's how the nomenclature on these invests are done. Uh, one more thing before we close out this particular subject, I thought it would be very helpful if we took a look at the Glossary of Meteorology, in particular the one from the National Hurricane Center, and look at the official definition of invest. And it is the following. A weather system for which a tropical cyclone forecast center, in this case the one we're interested in, National Hurricane Center, is interested in collecting specialized data sets like microwave imagery and or running model guidance. Once a system has been designated as an invest, data collection and processing is initiated on a number of government and academic websites, including the Naval Research Laboratory and the University of Wisconsin Cooperative Institute for Meteorological Satellite Studies. The designation of a system as an invest does not correspond to any particular likelihood of development of the system into a tropical cyclone. Operational products such as the Tropical Weather Outlook or the JTWC TCFA should be consulted for this purpose. Well, there you have it, a little insight into invest. So now you know what it actually means. It's not a financial term, but a meteorological one, which means uh, an investigation area. One more thing before we close out this episode of Weather Jazz, I'm going to tell you about a little uh, interesting project going on on Mars. You see, coming up in uh, actually only one day, July the 30th, that would be Thursday morning at 7.50 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's going to be the first launch window of a Mars 2020 mission. They're sending uh, another rover uh, to head to the surface of Mars, and this one will contain a meteorological package. Now, the other one does too, but uh, this one will be perhaps uh, just a bit more beefy, if you will, in terms of what it studies. 
And the main job is to measure the weather and monitor dust with sensors from the surface of Mars. And the sensors are going to be located on the rover's mast or neck on the deck, both in the front and the interior of the rover's body. Uh, the mass of the rover, approximately 12 pounds for all of its components, and the power consumed, uh, only 17 watts, uh, so they're very, very careful with the power draw because obviously uh, it has limited capacity to generate its own power. I'm sure it'll have solar panels to help do that. Uh, it will have air temperature sensors, and each of five sensors is... 2.25 by 1 by 2.7 inches. So those are the three dimensions, uh, the thickness included. Uh, the radiation and dust sensor is 5.5 by 4.5 by 5 inches, so a bit more of a box. And it will have a relative humidity sensor, 24 by 44 inches. It will also have a thermal infrared sensor, some wind sensors, and an instrument control unit and pressure sensor as well. It'll uh, actually measure the barometric pressure on the surface of Mars, which is far, far, far lower than what we experience here on Earth. For instance, the average pressure, sea level pressure, is 29.92 inches of mercury. But on Mars, that is 0.22 inches of mercury, much, much, much lower. But the instrument cluster that it will be sent up with will be much more sensitive, a little beefier, and uh, start sending weather data from a certain part of Mars, wherever they send the, uh, the rover. And we'll keep you posted as to where that is. If you want to check it out, go to NASA's website, nasa.gov. I'm sure that there will be a live launch preview for those that would like to see that launch live. And that's uh, hopefully going to be tomorrow morning at 7.50 a.m. That's July 30th, Thursday morning at 7.50 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. I have posted a picture or two of what uh, that rocket looks like. The rocket is one of the most powerful ones available. It's the Atlas V-541 rocket, and it will be launched from Complex 41 at Cape Canaveral Air Force Station in Florida. Again, Atlas uh, V is one of the largest rockets available for interplanetary flight. And by the way, this is the same type of rocket that launched uh, Insight and Curiosity to Mars, two more rovers that are still functioning on the red planet. So now we're going to have three uh, once uh, that rover makes its trip over to the red planet. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you'd like to become a supporter of the Weather Jazz podcast, there is now a way to do that. And if you'd like to partner with Weather Jazz and myself to help support future episodes and expand the frequency and topics covered, consider becoming a monthly Weather Jazz supporter. I have included a link at the bottom of this particular episode, episode number 116 at weatherjazz.com. And as a supporter, you will have the ability to steer the direction of the number of podcasts and the number of topics that we cover here, whether it be weather, science, or other topics that from time to time tickle my fancy. And I'm still going to have Bill Martin on 
former news anchor from Fox 8 who's now retired in Florida, to talk about something which is kind of near and dear to his heart uh, as uh, recently he took on a project and learned quite a bit from it. And he wanted to share that with all of us. And I think it's going to be eye-opening, and it's going to be refreshing, and it's going to be helpful, too. I'll just leave it at that, and we'll soon get him on the podcast. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Enjoy the slightly less humid air with even cooler air coming right around the corner. Catch you next go-around right here on Wither Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. Weather Jazz Podcast.